Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Amen. And I want to preach on the subject, the servant's heart. The servant's heart. Amen. Would you just praise him one more time and you may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We exalt you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for this uh, word, God. uh, And let us receive it, God, uh, as your word, Lord. uh, And let it change our lives uh, like your word can only do in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Praise God. Clap your hands. God is good. The servant's heart. The servant's heart. You know, there were several reasons why Jesus came to this earth in the form of man. First, of course, God who did not have any blood and God who could not die became one of us so that he could become a man the ultimate sacrifice for the sins of the whole world. Another reason he came, he came to destroy the works of the devil. He came to dismantle the kingdom of the devil that had been set up all those years between Adam and the cross. And he also came to be the image of the invisible God and show us who the Father really was. Amen. And uh, it was a beautiful thing. 2 Corinthians 4, 6 said, For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He came to show us God, amen, and get us a little bit more understanding of who God was. And He also came to lead a, leave us a powerful example so that we could follow his steps. Amen. So when we look at the text passage, we see that he, Paul is saying, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. We need to have the mind of God when we're walking around every day on this earth. Because notice he said, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. In other words, He was God. We know He was God manifest in the flesh. And He thought it not robbery to be equal with God. Now the word robbery, we we, we know what a robbery is, but that's an old King James word. And it means uh, like when you steal something, uh, you know, they they get a hold of it, they grasp it, right? You grasp it and you take it. Amen. So in this context, uh, though He was in the form of God, 
though he knew who he was, amen, he did not think it was a thing to be grasped or to, to even consider, amen, to be equal with God. Amen. In other words, he put that fact aside, amen, so that he could have this mind and he made himself of no reputation instead and took on him the form of a servant instead and was made in the likeness of men and he humbled himself instead so that he could complete the mission he was sent for to die on the cross for us. Amen. Praise God. Humility was at the center of the example that Jesus left us. He made himself of no reputation. He took on the heart, uh, amen, uh, servant's heart and humbled himself. He came into this world wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger in a stable full of farm animals. Amen. That sounds like no reputation. That sounds like a humble beginning. Amen. When he started his earthly ministry at 30 years old, he said, the foxes have holes to live in. The birds of the air have nests to live in. But the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Amen. He basically, uh, I'm not saying he was homeless, but he really, when he left his father's, his, his Mary and Joseph's place, he didn't have a place. He just went, went out there because he had a mission. He knew he wasn't long for this world, and he had to do what he had to do. Amen. But he, there again, no reputation, humble, praise God. He rode into Jerusalem on a borrowed donkey. He ate the Last Supper in a borrowed upper room. He did not retaliate when he was insulted, nor did he threaten revenge when he suffered at the hands of men. Amen. And finally, he was buried in a borrowed tomb. Amen. So he did not come with great pomp and circumstance. He did not come, amen, with all kinds of the things that you would think, amen, of somebody who is in the form of God, someone who is equal with God, someone who would be called the Almighty God would come to us in that form. Amen. 2 Corinthians 8, 9, For ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich for your sakes, he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. Amen. He was rich because he was God. He was the creator. Amen. But for our sakes, he, for a little bit of time, 33 and a half years, he became poor. Amen so that we could have a chance to have riches, not the riches we think, amen, but the riches of heaven, praise God, the riches of salvation, the riches of, of peace and joy and grace and mercy, praise God, the riches of love. Matthew twenty twenty eight. even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give His life a ransom for many. That was the mind of Christ that Paul said, we need to let that mind be in us as the disciples of Christ and the followers of Christ. Amen. We need to let that mind be in us. Praise God. He didn't come to be ministered to. He came to minister. He came to give his life a ransom for many. And the word minister can also be translated as the word servant. Amen. To minister is to serve others. He came to serve. He came to minister. He came to be a blessing. And he came to help others. And he left us that example. 
He willingly humbled himself, and as a result, God highly exalted him and gave him a name above every name. You see, when you willingly humble yourself, amen, you will be exalted by God sometime. Amen. We don't want to do it the other way around. Don't exalt yourself because you'll be humbled. Amen. When you lift yourself up, amen, you'll fall. Praise God. But when you humble yourself, when you willingly, because you're letting this mind of Christ be in you. I want to be like my Jesus. Amen. You will be exalted by God. Matthew 23, 12. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbled himself will be exalted. Amen. And the exalting doesn't come from... You see, we have to humble ourselves. We do that. Amen. Because when someone else humbles you, that's a little rougher situation. When, when, when you have to get to the place where God has to humble you, amen, or someone else has to humble you, that's rough. Amen. But when we humble ourselves, that's what we do. Amen. But we don't do the exalting. Someone else exalts. Praise God. Amen. You see, we humble and someone else exalts. But when we exalt, somebody else is going to humble. And we don't want to do that. 1 Peter 5, 6, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. Amen. And exalt just means to, be, to lift up. Praise God. To bless. To edify. Amen. Whatever that means. Praise God. One of the greatest examples of Jesus showing us the servant's heart is found in John's gospel. And it was a time where they were finished with the Last Supper. And John 13, 3 says, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hand and that he was come from God and went to God, he rises up from supper. He laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself, tied it around his waist. After that, he poured water in a basin began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Now just picture this scene. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given him all things and that he was come from God and he was going to be going back to God, he had all that knowledge, but he didn't think it was robbery. He, he didn't think it was a thing to be grasped he put that aside gets a basin of water ties a towel around his waist he gets down on his hands and knees and washes those guys feet amen when he knew all things and he knew all things belonged to him he knew that he was god manifested the flesh but he humbled himself picture that John 1, 3 said, all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. He said before Abraham was, I am. He, he claimed, I'm the voice out of the burning bush, but I'm going to wash your feet. He said, I'm, I and my father are one. And if when you see me, you see the father. The most powerful person in the room, amen, became the servant of all that were in the room. That is the example of the servant's heart. That's the example. Amen. Jesus showed us what true ministry consists of. 
Amen. He washed their feet. Man, that's awesome. And then it goes on to say in John 13, verse 12, so after he washed their feet and he had taken his garments and was set down again, he said unto them, Know ye what I have done to you? Do you guys know what I just did? You call me Lord, Master and Lord, and ye say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the servant is not greater than his Lord. If you know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Amen. Praise God. Now this washing of the feet, he's saying, you know, I've done it for you. You do it to one another. Amen. That can be extrapolated out metaphorically to all kinds of things in life. Amen. It's just talking about humility. Are you willing to get down? Amen. And back in those days, you know, they didn't have fancy anything, and they, they had sandal feet, so they're walking around in dirt roads and all kinds of stuff. So you're washing dirty feet. Amen. And, uh, and this was God Almighty in the form of man, willingly making himself of no reputation and humble himself, amen, to be a servant for us and to show us the way. He said, you know, the servant is not greater than his Lord, amen, and we are those that are serving the Lord, and we're not greater than him. And if he did it and he asked us to do it, we ought to be willing to do it. Amen. Another time, Jesus took the occasion of a discussion the disciples were having amongst themselves to drive home this principle once again. Matthew 20, verse 25, Jesus called them unto him and said, You know that the princes of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it will not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Amen. Praise God. So if somebody wants to be great in the group, they need to be the minister. They need to be the servant. Praise God. Amen. I don't have no problem getting down on my hands and knees and washing somebody's feet. I don't care who it would be. If God wanted me to do it, I'll do it. Amen. I'll make sure the water's nice and warm for you. Amen. I'll have a nice fluffy towel. Amen. It'll dry you off so you don't catch phenomia on your feet and all that stuff. Amen. I'll do whatever. Praise God. And that's the servant's heart to do whatever Jesus uh, did. Amen. You know, Jesus did things that some people won't do. He ate with people, amen, that were called publicans and sinners. And they, he was ostracized because you, you're, you're master. He's eating with these riffraffs over here. And we don't eat with those kind of people. Amen. Well, that's because you don't have a servant's heart. That's why you're not eating with them. Amen. And Jesus touched lepers, and you're not supposed to touch a leper in the law of Moses. Amen. You're supposed to get on the other side of the street and run. Amen. And, and lepers are supposed to stay away from everybody. Amen. But Jesus touched a leper that came and said, if you will make me clean, I'll be clean. And he touched him and said, you're going to be clean. Go show yourself to the priest. Amen. And he did things that nobody else would do because he came with the servant's heart. 
Praise God. And we're not, we can't win the world with a high and mighty attitude. We can't win the world with a holier-than-thou attitude. We can't win the world with, look at me, uh, I'm a spiritual giant or whatever. Amen. Oh, no, spiritual giants, uh, amen, should be the biggest servants of all. Praise God. Amen. One time Jesus, uh, uh, the disciples came to him and said, uh, Lord, uh, who's, who's, who's going to be greatest in your kingdom? And he said, he said, bring me a child. And he brought a child, brought him over here. He said, if you, if you can become like one of these children, you're, that's, that's the greatest in the kingdom. And they're probably going, huh? No, no, we're talking about the greatest in the kingdom. You know, the child's play, we'll talk about romper room and howdy doody and all that other stuff uh, later or whatever, you know. Uh, and, and playing in the sandbox. No, no, bring that kid over. Amen. Bring that child. Amen. If you don't humble yourself like this little child is, amen, you won't even make it to the kingdom of God, let alone being a, a great in the kingdom. Praise God. And so he let us know it's all about humility of heart and a servant's heart. Amen. To give. Amen. And to not make yourself of any reputation. Amen. My, or our reputation comes from God. He's the one that gives us our reputation. Praise God. And he can take it away if we're not going to do what we need to do. Amen. So can I tell you something this morning? 90% plus of all that happens in the kingdom of God, which is the church of the living God, does not happen on this platform. Amen. It doesn't happen over this pulpit. It doesn't happen over these instruments or over these microphones singing. Amen. It doesn't even happen, amen, necessarily in this building and on this property. Praise God. These are all very important. And we must come together. We must assemble in church and have all, the, all that. Amen. But the majority majority of what happens in the God's kingdom takes place behind the scenes before and after services and on off service days when we are out there one on one being Jesus to somebody helping somebody amen having the heart of Jesus that's where the majority of it happens it takes place in our homes. It takes place in our neighborhoods, our schools, at the place where we work, at the place where we shop, everywhere we go. That's where the servant's heart, amen, is greatest, uh, great, greatly shown. Amen. Praise God. Amen. It takes place every day when God's people exhibit the servant's heart to all those that are around them. It takes place when we, when we let the light of God shine through us. It takes place when we pray, when we fast, and when we give behind the scenes. Because that's just, you know, Jesus said, you know, when you fast, when you give, when you pray, he goes, don't make a big deal out of it. That's between you and God. Amen. That's, you know, God sees all. He sees what you do when no one else sees. Amen. And that's what the servant's heart, the servant's heart is doing a lot of things that nobody else has seen. Amen. But God's seen and he'll exalt in due time and he'll reward in due time. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. 
You see the humble things. Amen. These things I'm talking about, they take place behind the scenes. Amen. Nobody sees the humble things a lot of times. Nobody sees the, the, the things that the servant's heart does for others. Amen. But when the time comes for rewarding and the time comes for exalting, everybody's going to see that. Amen. Because he said, you do these things in secret, but when God's ready, he shall reward thee openly. Hallelujah. And that's why some people, you know, they go by looks alone. They scratch their head and get, man, you know, when somebody's exalted and when God's ready to bless somebody and they go, man, why, why are they getting all the, what, what's going on? They're getting all the blessings and exalt. What's Well, you didn't see all that other stuff. Amen. All that prayer, all that fasting, that, that giving, that, that, that uh, you know, sacrificing, amen, that helping others, that doing things uh, over there on off-service days or whatever, amen, that's what it's all about, praise God. Much of the work of God is done under the radar and without others knowing about it, but when it comes time, God will reward openly. Praise God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. He wants everyone to know the blessings and benefits that come to those who have a humble heart, a servant's heart. That's why he exalts and rewards openly. The servant's heart is not only a humble heart, but it's also an unselfish and giving heart. Amen. It's a heart that doesn't have to be asked all the time to do something. Amen. It's a heart that looks for things and looks, sees things and just does it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And you know, I've uh, I've been serving God for uh, this year's forty years, I believe. And uh, um, and when I first came to God and received His salvation, man, I was so full of joy and and thanksgiving for what God had done for me. I just wanted to do something for Him. I just jumped in wherever I could. Amen. I just, you know, it, it didn't matter what it was. Praise God. Because a servant's heart will just do whatever. Oh, well, that's not what I was, you know, hoping for. You know, I, I wanted, you know, because some people say, well, I just want to be behind the pulpit, or I just want to be on an instrument, or I just want to be singing. No, there's time for all that, and God, we need all that. But like I said, this is a lower percentage of, of the whole thing going on. Praise God. Amen. But the servant's heart says, praise God, be faithful in the few things, in the little things. Amen. And God will promote, and God will bless, and God will open doors. Amen. And I don't say anything that I'm going to say right now for any kind of credit or anything, but I'm just telling you, a servant's heart will just do whatever. Praise God. Amen. A servant's heart will even see, amen, uh, dog dew on the, on the grass on Sunday morning and will go out there and pick it up. Amen. So somebody doesn't bring it in here and, uh, and you know, make this place smell good. Praise God. Amen. A servant's heart will do whatever. See something, something's going on in their bathroom. Take care of it. Oh, that's the toilet needs to be plunged. Oh, you know, go in that cabinet and grab the plunger. A servant's heart will pick up the trash on the floor. You know, somebody dropped their, their little mint, uh, you know, wrappers or, or whatever. Somebody dropped this or whatever. And you see that, well, we'll just, you know, somebody's going to be cleaning this up sometime, I guess. No, I'm going to do, I'm going to pick that up because I got a servant's heart. Praise God. You say, well, that's kind of, what does that have to do with spiritual things? Oh, it has to have a, do a lot. <laughs> Amen. 
that if you'll pick up a wrapper on the floor, God can use you. But if you'll be like this one guy in this, we'll just say somewhere on planet Earth, years ago, somewhere on planet Earth, there was an assistant pastor that just became a new assistant pastor at a church somewhere on planet Earth. Amen. And he was new to the church. You know, he, he, he wasn't, he didn't come up from inside the church. They brought him in from some other place so the people didn't know. Well, shortly after he became the new assistant pastor, they, the men had called a men's work day on Saturday. They had some digging or something to do, uh, you know, at the church and, you know, some, you know, laborious work out there. Amen. And so here the, all the guys are out there, you know, in the church and they're digging, you know, doing some stuff. And, you know, it's some laborious work. And then this guy shows up and, you know, and, he, you know, he, and he's all dressed up nice. And it's like it's a work day. Amen. But he said, brothers, I wasn't born with a shovel in my hand. I was born with a Bible in my hand. That guy needed to get fired right now. I'd be firing that guy. Like, go back to where you came from. You're not going to work out in this church because that's not a servant's heart. You can't grab a shovel. You can't pick up some trash. You can't hold a trash bag while someone's going to put some leaves in there. You can't help out. Amen. That's not a servant's heart. Jesus wouldn't do that. Amen. Jesus would roll his sleeves up. Praise God. Amen. So you got to be willing to do anything to be a servant's have a servant's heart. That's what Jesus did. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I've had my white shirt on with the rolled up sleeves in the main clean out out in the yard with a snake down in there smelling to high heaven trying to unclog what happened during church because we used to have Sunday night services and we got to come back and I got to try to get this fixed before the night service and roll my sleeve up and still come up here and preach again. Amen. We got to you got to be able to do stuff like that. Praise God. Whatever it takes. Amen. When I first got in, I did whatever. Amen. I, I jumped into the youth group. Uh, I did whatever. I helped. Uh, and then I, uh, you know, God blessed and I became uh, this and that. And, and I don't want to belabor it. And again, I don't want to give any glory to me. Amen. But I'm just saying, amen, I've just made myself available and God promoted and God opened doors. And amen. Well done, your faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll make you rule over many things. Uh, amen. And God has blessed. And that's the way I knew how to do it because that's the way he did it, and that's the way he told us to do it, and he showed us how to do it. God, give us the servant's heart, because the servant's heart is what's going to change this world. It's what's going to get people, amen, pointed to Jesus. It's what's going to get people, amen, when nothing else will. Like I said last week, religion's not going to do it. Amen, only salvation and only the power of God. Amen. Would you stand with me? What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.